Ready, go. Episode 16. 16. <laughs> Episode 16. Left is right pod. Um, welcome back, boys. We've had a one-week hiatus. Um, we sure did. Took a little vacay. Yep, yep. So there's a lot of racing that has taken place since, I think, three total races. Two at Pocono uh, and uh, one at uh, Road America over the 4th of July weekend. Um, but I also want to talk about my uh, Kyle Larson experience that I had uh, this past or the, yeah, yes. over a week ago now. Um, and Matt just dropped some knowledge on us about the fishing excursion that he had while visiting at home. So without further ado, what's going yeah, on? Let's get, let's get into it. So uh, hello. Hello, Dr. Sands, Mr. P. Welcome. Um, thank you all the fans for jumping in. This is uh, we took a week off. Haven't done that in a very long time. So been 16 Never. weeks straight so thank you for your patience we uh i was traveling i was all over the place so um i see I'm, first time i've been back in my home state of new jersey in 18 months so we took a little time off so thank you both for your patience during this and uh not and, you know you know what's good though because now i got some stories to tell some crazy stuff that went down you know like uh <laughs> i went uh i went deep sea fishing I went deep sea fishing at Brielle, New Jersey. <laughs> so uh, my fiance's family's from down south. So uh, her uncle calls me, Uncle Bill. Right, Uncle Bill goes, "We're going fishing." I'm like, "All right, where?" He goes, "Wednesday." You got to take off work. I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> take it off work." <laughs> so <laughs> Uncle Bill's made a few words, but he is hysterical. So uh, we're going out on the Jamaica two out of Brielle, right? So that's the Manasquan in there between Manasquan Jamaica two, bud. I didn't ask what happened to Jamaica one, but we were on to Jamaica two. <laughs> 75 footer uh, party boat. And uh, you go underneath, the, so typical Jersey fashion, right? You get this boat underneath a bridge, right? You gotta go underneath the bridge, you got the boat, and they let you get on the boat. They don't ask any questions. They ask if you want a reel or not, right? So we got on the boat. I'm like, yeah, I need a reel, right? Perfect, I need a reel. So they get you out, they get you out to sea, and they're like, all right, pay up. Where's your tickets? <laughs> right? They, they don't check any tickets to get on the boat. Once you're out to sea, that's where they check the tickets. <laughs> right. So if you don't have a ticket, you can buy one now. I was two beers deep by the time they asked for my tickets. <laughs> like, this is where, yeah. But they'll sell you tickets, but no problem at all. Right? Whatever you want. So we're going out. Right? We got a good spot. Her uncle, my uncle, Uncle Bill is kind of pissed because we weren't there an hour early, so we didn't get the back of the boat. That's apparently the best spot. We're on the side. He's like, you, you fucking kids. Oh, you freaking kids. Excuse my language. You freaking kids. You gotta be out here early enough. All right, okay. No problem. We're here. No problem. So we're out. Right, we're going out. It was windy that day, right? And I don't get motion sickness at all. I don't race cars, spinning rides, roller coasters, boats previously. Never had a problem, right? So we're out there fishing. I'm, I'm like third beer at this point, third, fourth beer at this point. I eat a hoagie. I'm like, all right, let's go. So the guy hits the horn. We're at the fishing lot. And by this point, bud, we're rocking 10 foot seas, right? We're, we're cruising, right? And I've never been on a boat that big and rocked that far. Like when you were fishing, you almost had to like, you almost had to lean up against the rail, but not too far because if you caught the trough the wrong way, you were going over, right? So I'm fishing, I'm having a great time, right? 
And uh, for the pri- it was like a thousand degrees on the shore, and we were out there. Yeah. It was sixty degrees with the wind, right? Oh. So I'm like, all right, you know, he hits the horn. We're moving spots, and it was so bad, so bad for this seventy five foot boat that if we hit a fishing spot, he had to drop anchor to prevent us from from moving off the spot, right? So Fritz shaking his head. This is this is not good, right? This is not good. Troll. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Beers, right? Fine. No problem. So I go sit in the cabin to warm up and I'm sitting there, right? I'm gonna give you guys this experience, right? So I'm rocking. I'm rocking. I'm like, I'm looking at the horizon and we hit this roll and I lose. I'm just staring at the sky. Right. And then I'm just staring at a straight ocean. And I come back and I go to stand up and I'm like, I'm gonna chow. <laughs> right, that's it. I'm gonna throw up. Right. Beat fishes. So Beat fishes. I I, uh, I had to pop my uh, my new retainer teeth out. Right. Pop that whole thing out. It's five hundred dollars. I ain't throwing that in the ocean. Right. So I got that in my hand. I lean over the railing and I just chowed. <laughs> Hoagies, beer. <laughs> right. The whole thing. Damn, and um, man. yeah, I chowed. So um. I'm like, this sucks. I'm like, and then I'm like thinking back. I'm like, all right, what trick? What and Uncle Bill's laughing at me, right? The whole crew. I'm at her, Rachel's college. Everybody's laughing at me, right? No, fine, no yeah. problem. I can, I can get, yeah. I can get, I can get hazed. This is not a problem there, right? <laughs> and I've been, I've never thrown up, right, for motion sickness ever, right? So I'm, I'm just going. And the crazy thing about motion sickness, Chow, is you're fine afterwards. You don't feel like death, right? I just chowed. I'm like. All right, let's go. I got four more beers. Like, what's the two more beers? What's the problem? Right? Yeah, like you just so back you, yeah, on you're it. just you're just in your you're in your zone. Like, just, let's go. Not a big deal. I'm in it. I'm in it. Right. And by the way, not a big deal. I caught, I caught, not listen. A not a big deal. And B, I caught the most fish on the boat. So all these clowns were clowning at me. Right, as I'm chowing over the side of the Jamaica too. Right, everybody's laughing at me, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, well, I just, caught two fish. He's just chumming the so, water. Yeah, it's coming. It's All you jabronis over here act like you're all tough and pulling in no fish. All right, no fish at all. So uh, I ended up throwing up one more time. Same situation, and uh, we got off the shore. And Rich is like, "How'd you guys do?" I'm like, "I'm two for two. She goes, "We need you two for two. I'm like, "I caught two fish and I threw up twice. Like, it's perfect. No big deal." But uh, dude, that was wild though. Ten foot seas, and I know that's nothing, right, to anybody who's ever been out there, but. That was that thing was a rocking. So <laughs> uh, that's uh, awesome. I lived and uh, yeah, we had a we had a good little adventure, good little uh, Jersey adventure. That was last Wednesday, and then spent time down in D.C. Yeah, which was a good time with uh, some of Rachel's friends down there, and uh, went to a a farm in Virginia with no cell service, and it was on. It was so cool. It was unbelievable. So yeah, cool. I learned about. I, Learned about calves, and they were uh, the first thing. So her Rachel's friend's boyfriend's family. That's a house we were at, and his mother. Her mother walks off to me. She goes, "You got long arms." I'm like, "Sure do." She goes, "We're gonna have calves pretty soon. We have to have you down here. You know, help out with the process." She's like, "Look at her. She's like, put your arm out." I'm like, "She's like, this is this is crazy." I'm like, "Call me up. I'll come down. Let's go." New experience. Wait, Never done been, that before. You've been. You've been handpicked to deliver baby calves is that what you're saying i am i am uniquely equipped to aid in the birthing process you got of baby calves oh my god story gets better and better oh my god she's, so, she's like literally 
she spotted me from across the room. She's like, you're tall. I'm like, sure am. So, this man has arms. This man has yeah. arms. I have, you know, God's given <laughs> gift of delivering cows, apparently, with my my arm and my lamp. So. Cows are screwing in light bulbs. You got plummet for life. <laughs> oh, man. I can't make this shit Repeat, up. Light bulbs and cows. I wish I could. I really wish I was this smart to come up with this stuff, but this stuff just happens to me. So. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. But, so um, I got all excited. I got all excited at the beginning of your story there, Matt. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. you puked it over the railing of the Jamaica 2. <laughs> it's a good place, buddy. To the seas, Jamaica two. but not Jamaica uh, one, Jamaica two. Yes, and you haven't been home in over eighteen months, so you you had a hoagie. Where'd you get I your sure hoagie did. from? What kind of hoagie did you have? Local deli there or what? So Rachel's uncle picked it up. I'm like, I just want you know turkey, cheese, lettuce, tomato, onions, oil, and vinegar, and that's it. Yep. That's all you need. That's all you got to do. Yep. And well, they you can't real get that thin, back. You can't get up. that back in Michigan. No, you cannot get that in the Middle East, unfortunately. So uh, that is a Jersey only move, dude. I've had I've had my local deli. Um, shout out Catered Affair, Hillsborough, New Jersey. Right, they do a sandwich <laughs> called the letter R. It is next level. So I had I that. Say. I had uh, had my bacon, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel. Had that. Had some pizza. Checked mm. all. I'm checking all the boxes, bud. I really am. So um, I, had, uh, I haven't had any penny vodka yet. That's what I got. I'm waiting on my penny vodka. Once I get that, I'll be. Um, I've done the. Uh, I've done the excursion. So. Yeah, I've, I have Jenna. I have Jenna picking up some uh, pork roll, for. Uh... Oh, I did. I haven't had pork roll. Oh, don't worry, bud. Me. You're gonna get it this weekend. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So race fans, we're uh, Sands and I are hanging out this weekend. So we might get a couple sound clips then. This is not going to be good. So not yep. going to be good. Yep. So Mr. P, what's going on with you? You have you have your shirtless and uh, again. So that's probably like the second BMW or third time on this spot. And yeah, uh, we're now a second, like, second generation BMW owner. So you've eaten like yeah. thirty five dollars worth of pistachios already. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, for the podcast, I thought it'd be a good idea to take this bowl of half-eaten pistachios and drop them all over the floor of my house. And then my dog thought that, oh, you know, this is this is a good time to eat some pistachio shells. So he's over here trying to hork hork a few pistachios, hork a few pistachios down. But uh, but uh, no, apparently I've taken a liking to old decrepit uh, European motorcycles as of late. Um, so I just got done putting head gaskets um, and tank on a 1995 BMW or all of 100 R. I got, got a, all the parts. All the parts are in. So right now I'm on. All I'm waiting on is the. Uh, so I sealed the fuel tank yesterday, last night, and it's got a cure for four days before you can put gas back in it. <laughs> so it's just how a matter much power of, do they have, Brent? Is that, that is that a- Go ahead. No, I was going to say, is it because I'm picking up, well, eventually, a uh, 77 CB750, right? What's the drag race? What's going to happen? Are you going to blow me away? I'd, I'd, I'd have to look up the numbers on the the CB750, but the, the so the 1100 is a 10, like a 1085cc flat twin, um, four valves per cylinder, single overhead That's can. huge. You're going to... Yeah, you're gonna spank me. That's what you're telling me. It's um, but you got two extra cylinders on the CV750. She's no slouch. Um, I think they rated at 80 horsepower and 70 foot pounds of torque. Um, 
it's uh, it's not a snappy riding experience. Like it's not super responsive because it's a big twin. Excuse me, but it's it's very it's very grunty. It's kind of a it's a, it's a satisfying experience. The previous uh, four cylinder BMW I had had all the character of your mom's sewing machine. So it just <laughs> it was it was the most it was the most boring 129 horsepower motorcycle you could possibly imagine like it didn't make sense like it was fast but you were like wow this is you know this just kind of goes doesn't like it was a car though it had like car parts on it right the basically, fuel pickup and all that basically i mean well you should see the abs unit on this latest one it's like the size of what you'd have in any 90s automobile it's uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> It's it's interesting. It's interesting, but um, but yeah. So that's so that's we're rated at we're rated at like seventy horse, Brent. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's they're similar. Um, Max is Max is gonna make all the noise though. Oh yeah, it's gonna make beautiful noises. The old the old single overhead cam Hondas with the four and a four exhaust. They were um, they were they were beautiful sounding machines. They they that bike the CB750 came out in nineteen sixty nine. And pretty much blew the British bikes at the time out of the water. You got you had you had the Triumph Bonneville, um, which was probably really the only one that Americans would recognize. And then you had things from like BSA and Norton that mostly aren't kind of obscure. But in 1969, the CB750 was an inline four-cylinder overhead cam, four carbs, a disc front brake, electric start, 12-volt electric system. I mean. A 1969 Bonneville's kick only cam and block, drum front brake, and may have been a six volt electric system. So like that's it 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 seems antiquated when you, when you think about this thing, but it's actually it was a pretty um, it was a pretty illusory bike for its day. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, helping you with that that fun project. But um, yeah, I know oh before. my god, I'm so excited, Brent. Let me steal your thunder for one minute. Tell the, bring the audience up to speed. So it's a my dad bought it new in '77. This bike, and it's it's uh, he rode it all in or in the outside of New York City, right? And then he parked it as soon as he moved to the country, which is I don't understand that to this day. But uh, it's got three thousand miles on it. So currently, as of this episode, episode sixteen, it is seized. So we have some piston rings that decided to rust themselves to the walls. But uh, once we get her, I'm working on this week, get her freed up. So we should be uh, hopefully, hopefully freed up. But everything else on the bike is 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 OEM. So it's uh, it's super exciting. And Brent, yours, right? So you you had to do head gaskets? Yeah. So the um, uh, I guess it's not uncommon. The 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 flat twin that BMW has made since you know probably late 60s early 70s has evolved through the years from a cam and block to an overhead cam and the overhead cam motor came out in like 94 95 this was like one of the first for that engine and the uh head gaskets have been updated since then they have issues with leaking oil externally so that's what it was doing um the mm. stock gaskets that came out they had like a metal like the metal fire ring around the combustion chamber. And then they were kind of like a fiber material outside of that. Um, the new ones are multi-layer steel. So, um, but it's a, it's a horizontally opposed twin or a boxer twin. So the cylinders stick out the sides of the motorcycle. It's about, it's about the easiest thing to put head gaskets on this side of a Briggs and Stratton lawnmower. Um, <laughs> it's, everything's <laughs> yeah. fully exposed. It's not, you know, it's, it, right. it's, 
easy to work on. Um, undoing the uh, the uh, the cam sprocket to um, from the camshaft so that you can pull the head off and leave the cam chain in the block was a little strange, but not complicated by uh, by any means. So just so long as you don't over torque the, uh, the head studs and and pull one of those out of the aluminum block, like apparently is common. It's one of those uh, torque torque plus angle type arrangements. You know, mm. you People forget their geometry, huh? Oh uh, yeah, you do 90 degrees once and 90 degrees again, and you know you get guys out there that don't pay attention and do 90 degrees a third time on one of the bolts and uh, rip the stud right out of the aluminum block, and then you get to. Knowing uh, knowing a little bit about the German stuff, they have a they have a torque spec that's kind of universal. What what's that what's that term? Gutentight. Gutentight. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's yeah, just cool wait, because these studs stick out of the block uh like five or six inches through because the, the head's Whoa. pretty tall so when you're loosening the, the nuts off on these things you feel the stud start to like wind like twist up before the nut mm-hmm. breaks it's, ter- it's terrifying oh. take the oh, loose up bad feeling. <laughs> this feels that's like a it's a bad feeling yeah it's a bad feeling so and tighten them too it was like oh my gosh these things are threaded into aluminum block and i'm putting this much force on here <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess it was like the Honda block. I wasn't that concerned, but yeah. Yeah. Huh. You guys are giving some good uh, naming materials. You got Gooden tight and chowing on the Jamaican too so far. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, dude, I think our best work so far has been our title names of our episodes. To be honest. <laughs> incredible, incredible. So, so Adam, you um. You got to witness uh, a pure slice of Americana. Uh, I think it was last sure. uh, yeah. Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Hold on. Before we transition, enough with this, this Japanese and German crap. Let's talk some American race. All right. So, yeah, we're real American <laughs> racing. So, over a week ago now. So, I haven't been to work since Tuesday of last week. So that was like June, I don't know, June 29th, I don't know. Yeah, That's amazing, by the way. <laughs> and I'm not going back until this coming Friday. Um, but uh, yeah, so Tuesday night, so this this previous week uh, was Pennsylvania Speed Weeks, uh, and where basically the 410 Sprint Car um, circuit from all over, uh comes together and for like 10 straight nights so it's more than a week they travel around to various tracks and they have they have races so my local track up the street here less than a mile away grandview speedway was night five and um in that race we had uh kyle larson you know like yeah, he's a big name these days, right? He's pretty good. Big name. Sprint cars. And, yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh, uh, Christopher Bell. Christopher oh, Bell was Bell. here as well. Yeah. And uh, so for, uh, God, how much did I pay to get in? 30 bucks? Like $30? Yeah, $30 I paid to get in. So we, had, we couldn't park on prop. We had to park across the street in somebody's field, so I had to pay five bucks. Um, to park which was a bummer <laughs> but it's a shame. Uh, it's a shame. Yeah. you just had jenna just drop you off 
the door. I'm surprised you didn't walk, to be honest. Well, I mean, you, I mean, you'll see, Matt. You could walk and just, I don't know. Are we walking? No, nah, we'll drive. We'll drive. Are you sure? Okay. Well, maybe someone will drop us off. Maybe my if my stepdad's going, I'll have him pick us up. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> I love it. I told him we were probably gonna go, so he'll probably, yeah, he'll probably call me on Saturday or something, and I'll say, well, if you're going, we'll just pick us up. <laughs> uh, I've seen your stepdad in a while, man. That'd be cool to see him. Yeah, well, pack the cooler tight and uh, pack a hoagie, and you know, see what oh. happens. None of that, none of that PA um, scrapple stuff, though, man. No, none of that no. crap. Guys got up there. But anyway, but anyway, right? so I think I've talked about Grandview a little bit. It's a third mile, technically high banked, uh, oval, uh, you know, dirt surface. The track's a shithole. I mean, it's it's a real shithole. It's not <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. But anyway, it's local. Local. Yeah, so this was night five of PA Speed Weeks. Larson and Christopher Bell in the starting lineup for the 410 sprint cars. They also had the 358 normal modifieds that compete weekly. Um, but, um, yeah, it, dude, this place was friggin' packed. I mean, like, I, you know, COVID and all that stuff. And, and, like, this is the first time I've been to something like, like that. I mean, it was shoulder to shoulder this time. And, I mean, it it was it was i was like i was wondering with this if the bleachers were going to collapse because i i don't know this is <laughs> since you've been there you've been there for a normal weekend when the big names aren't there right and it's yeah. nothing like that right i was there for the usac sprint the usac east coast tour sprint cars a couple of weeks ago uh that was pretty full but not shoulder to shoulder like this mm-hmm. um and like and this weekend it could be a little full, Matt. And they have the uh, um, the the winner purse for the firecracker. The main feature of the night, the firecracker forty, is uh, um, the the purse is pretty high for a local for a local track. So it's my guess is it could be pretty full, but not like this. But anyway, so we get there like six six thirty. And qualifying, or no, yeah, qualifying starts at 7.30. So, I mean, I've, man, listen to these cars just, like, rip around and practice up. Like, I mean, God, I would say they, they just they just sound differently. But the, uh, um, they, man, they were just, it, it was just a sight to see so many people. I would say... I couldn't tell you how many people were there, but all, all the grandstands were completely filled. And I would say for every, um, you know, for every one just like dirt racing fan, there were six Kyle Larson fans. Whoa. <laughs> I'm yeah, the I'm only one with a merch. Cool. Oh, he had yeah. merch there? He had merch. They were selling merch yeah, for Larson. So they were going over. As soon as Larson, you know, everyone's like, oh, Kyle Larson, you know, go nuts. And uh, he comes out to, for practice and they were talking about him like, you know, this is how many races he won last year doing the dirt stuff. And, and so far this year, his average finish over the last five cup races is like 1.5. <laughs> this is post this is post Pocono. Right where he blew a blew a tire on the last lap and smacked the wall, but uh, um, but yeah, 
so you can my dad my dad was actually there which which was kind of surprising at the same time but he was in the pits he paid the extra 10 bucks and you can go in the pits and uh, i saw christopher bell and all those guys but one of the other guys one of the guys that i know um personally through the family business and stuff his name's sam sloshberg he uh double s yeah he his family owns a local auto sales like used auto sales salvage reconditioning business uh and uh he entered a car in the with the four tens and he ended up in the same uh heat after qualifying as larson right so the heat races were eight not nine laps eight or nine laps no 10 laps there were 10 lap heats larson lapped them in nine laps (laughs) in the heat Oh, now did Larson have like a huge like stacker for these things? Like, what is he driving around? Uh, yeah, so I wasn't in the pits, uh, so I, I'm not okay. sure. But there were all kinds of rigs. Let's just put it that way. I could you could see him from the yeah. stands. You can kind of see over in the pits, and you can you know. I'm sure theirs is nice. Let's just put it that way. Oh my god, but, dude, that's wild. These things, man, they they just. I mean, you're up, you're up close and personal on the track. I mean, I got dusty and dirty the last time it was there, but not like this. Holy shit! I mean, uh, holy shit! It was, yeah. it was loud, and you know the heat races weren't too bad because they were only ten laps. But one thing, once they got to the B main, so the B main had whatever. There, I think there were fifty cars that qualified, like that were going to try to qualify. It was a shitload of cars. And uh, did they fit, uh, did they fit like when they started? Like were they like nose to tail leaving the? the they're a third mile, dude. It's a third of a mile. It's Fifty cars <laughs> out there. Well, so oh. the B main, the B main was first, and uh, so that, that Sammy Sloshberg guy, by by way of people not making call and breaking, he made the B main. Well, I shouldn't say that. Oh. Everybody made the B main. Uh, who so didn't we're, make we're, we're one lap down, one lap down on qualifying. We're in the race. We're in the B main. Yeah, so awesome. you're in the B main, and then they take the top, maybe ten. I think they took the top ten to the A main from the B main. Okay, so by Slasher gets in the B main, right? Like everybody else, he he goes uh, he goes out there. He's just. Like you could, like he's starting last in the B main. <laughs> he get, he gets out there. A couple people don't make call for the race, so they don't make it. Right, they're broken or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a couple crashes, and then um, something else happened, and he ends up making the A main from the B. He goes on right. <laughs> so at this point, he's ran more laps than anybody else in this. In this oh. <laughs> In this particular That's event, amazing. So the A main comes up. They they uh, at Grandview, like in in the you know kind of the caution laps before the event. They they make them four wide. They stack them however many deep four wide, and they go around the track a couple times. And then along the back stretch, as they go along the back stretch, they set fireworks off in the back. It's American as shit, yeah. but uh. Larson ends up where did, he doesn't have the fastest time 
um, a somewhat local guy, Brent Marks, had the fastest time of 1188 uh, from time trial from qualifying. Bell actually was an 119, uh, so second fastest car in qualifying. Oh my God. And trying to see where did where did Larson end up? So to give you an example, the fastest car was an 1188 in qualifying. The slowest car was Sloshberg with a 128. <laughs> <laughs> On a third mile track. A third mile track. But oh. but he's a good guy, you know. He, he's yeah, out there. He got a car. He's out there. Right. Yep. It was a good. It was a good family biz on the on the fans. Well, he had, he had he had like no sponsors, like so it was just little tiny sponsor stickers. The car was all black, like a flat oh. black with with like a gunmetal with the gunmetal numbers. It looked sick. I'm not gonna. No, lie. I bet. It, it I looked bet. Sick. I was like the senior special there, bud. It was pristine yeah. at the end of the race. I'm not a dent on it. Beautiful. <laughs> Drove it home. Drove it home. <laughs> but anyway. Larson gets out. I want to say he started like sixth or seventh. Yeah, because I think he, he qualified with a 12-0, which was kind of where everybody else was at. 12-0 to 12-2 was pretty much everybody else. But um, he he doesn't do much in the first like 10 laps. He kind of stays patient. He passed maybe like one or two guys. And then there was a big crash with like 10 to go. Um, and from that crash, Larson ends up in second on the restart. Okay. So, yeah, so real quick, when they, when they crash though, they really crash, right? Yeah. I mean, these cars are going end over end into the fence yeah, they, and they're taking a couple cars with them. Like it's very, it's catastrophic every time. Yeah, like you're like pretty dramatic. Yeah. Open wheel, pretty dramatic. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's, it was, it was, well, there were two crashes in total. First one was solo, and to turn one, he's, you could see it like from where we were sitting on the front stretch. He gets he stayed high going into turn one, and it it but it just didn't it just didn't turn. It did want to hit the fence. <laughs> got off the cushion a little bit. Got out of the cushion. You know, that's a dirt term I learned from Bristol. Out of the yeah. cushion, yeah, in the, the powder. Yep. But uh. <laughs> I mean, so Larson, right? It was like everyone was all like hyped up at that point, right? Larson's in second on the restart. It took him like two laps to dummy the driver in the front, and he was fucking gone. I mean, he was he was just gone. So, but it was cool, you know. Like I, I've aside from, I mean, I've obviously been to a cup race with him racing, but like I don't know, it was just different, a different environment, you know. So he wins, you know the the victory lane thing's right there in front of us on the front stretch. And he throws his kid up on top of the car and, you know, his wife's there and, and all the people, you know, like I said, it's six to one ratio, Larson to regular fan. Uh, so like, every, you know, every, oh, Kyle Larson's going nut, you know, Kyle Larson wins 10 grand. And uh, I think he got a $50 gift card for winning his heat. So hopefully he gave that to somebody else, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he kept that one. We're going to use that one. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's like a local place. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was gonna say that. <laughs> That'd be a local place. But it was good. It was good. We, gosh. And then we, my dad showed up just before the A main, in the stands. <laughs> comes in with his with his with his uh, plastic bag full of peanuts, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it was filled with peanuts. He sits and a Gatorade. He sits down and uh, uh, he's like, ah. Uh, 
Yeah, he said, tell me about in the pits. He said uh, Bell was sitting like right in front of the pits there when he was in there and uh, signing autographs and stuff. But uh, yeah, it, it was cool. I, I was, I was, I was loving it. I really was. I thought, I thought it was awesome. It was good to see a ton of people out there and, uh, you know, supporting the local track. They definitely, they definitely increased the uh, concession food pricing for the event, which I guess is understandable, but, uh, the Larson tax. Yeah. Larson Larson tax tax. was in play. Yeah. For sure. It was good. But I'm uh, pumped for this week though. We're going back, right? We're going back on Saturday. Yeah. Saturday night. Saturday night. Yep. We'll we'll see if it's good. It's, so this past weekend's event was rained out, so they pushed the it's it's the sportsman series that's uh it's a forty lap main for the sportsmen, which is a lot. Oh, no. <laughs> and yeah. um Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they can do. So there'll be fireworks and all kinds of shit. I think I think it'll be fairly fairly full. It isn't gonna be full like it was this past weekend, but uh No, to be expected. Yeah. But yeah, it's not it's not it's not base. It's not base uh, admission fee of fifteen bucks. It's twenty two dollars this weekend. So uh, I'm out. I'm sorry. Twenty. What are they? Twenty two dollars. Breaking the bank. Get out of here. That'd be awesome. That'd I was actually looking, uh, looking up Flat Rock Speedway because it's only thirty yeah. minutes. You should um, go. Brent, you should. What you guys should there? go. What are they um, there? There's a race this this Saturday. But I know nothing about what they run there. It's paved. Um, it's a it's a oh, paved okay. track. So, I've seen like, I've seen figure eight there. It was insane. Yep. Figure and then I saw eight. a neon I saw a neon race, which was pretty crazy too. They're blowing wheel bearings like they're going out of style, dude. Never seen anything like that. I can only imagine. But uh yeah, so there's one there this Saturday night. And I actually considered dragging the girls with me, but uh yeah. know, <laughs> you know, races start at seven late night and I think they said there's there's fireworks too, which is cool, but uh we'll see. Brand, I'll go with you, buddy. When I get back, don't worry. We'll go. Sounds good. Sounds good. We'll go. We'll leave the we'll leave the ladies at home. Yeah, they they probably appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm not gonna name any names, but I've seen someone's wife in in the stands with earmuffs on reading a book at Michigan. Yeah. So. It's happened true. before. I don't yeah, know who that was. Neither. My dad did show up. I forgot. The only other piece I didn't describe is he showed up with ski goggles. <laughs> So there he was with his, with his ski goggles, you know, just just no ear protection. I was, you know, I had my, I didn't bring my, because uh, it was, it, dude, it was hot as shit last weekend too, or last week too. I mean, we got, dude, I was like, I was sitting there drinking a beer and I was sweating. Oh, that's a, yeah, that's when you know it's working real well, you know, the beers are just <laughs> flowing right through. So. Uh, but yeah, it was, oh, it was funny. It was fun. I, I I came home and immediately just took a shower because I was it was worse. You it take one bad. of those cold showers then, buddy. That's a cold <laughs> shower was, night. It yeah. was a cold shower, but you know, we've all been there. But yeah. We missed out on uh, with our our one week hiatus. We missed out on Pocono both races. Uh, Bowman snuck in and got a win there on the first Pocono race on Saturday, and then and then. Uh, uh, the world's worst driver, Kyle Busch, uh, took home uh, day two on Sunday. The second race never happened, but uh, let's talk race one. Let's talk last lap. Let's talk. Adam, you had a description of what actually happened. I think a technical actually breakdown. So what, what happened to his tire? So, um, yeah, Larson, Larson blew a tire, but we should probably back up like probably 
30 laps. Okay, we'll reverse 30 laps. So everybody reverse 30 laps, here. and yep. Bowman's in the lead, right? And uh, Larson's right behind him. And um, it's it's a good race. Larson's obviously going to catch up to him. And I, I have to say, like, I was watching it pretty intensely. Bowman was doing a fantastic job of fending off Larson, um, you know, up until about, like, I don't know. It's been so long now. Anywhere from 10 to 6 to go, maybe. Uh, and Bowman was getting slow. His co- his exit out of turn one was getting re- not so great. And uh, Larson just kind of waited a little bit there and realized that was going to be the spot for him to pass him. And he did, eventually. Um, but with one to go, uh, Larson gets gets through the turn two, the tunnel turn, going to turn three, and shreds a left front tire and smokes it into the into the uh, turn three wall and somehow manages to get it back down the straightaway for a ninth-place finish. Oh, oh. <laughs> But yeah, Bowman was right the point, there. To the point where the NBC cast was like, Kyle Larson will continue his streak. Bill the wins. Here he comes. And all of a sudden he's in the wall. He's like, did you hear Junior? He's in the wall. He's in the wall. Out of three. He's in the wall. <laughs> it was like, it was like the, um, so if you've ever seen cars, right? So even if you don't have kids, but you're into racing, the, the evil you've guy. Seen Profe- you've seen it. Yeah. You've seen it. Professor Zundap, they had that machine, right? That like shoots the cars. And uh, it was like Larson got zapped by Professor Zundap's machine. And just bang into the wall. <laughs> yep, that's a good theory. They're still working on that. They're still working on that. I hear yeah. officials are looking into that. So yeah, last seen, Professor Zundap in, po- in Long Pond, Pennsylvania. Long Pond. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would have shown up for the second race, to be honest. But yeah, I gotta give it. I gotta give it to uh, to uh, the Candy Man though. The uh, having the the transmission problems. In that car, yeah, dude. And it, yeah, up out of fourth, he was holding it in fourth, and it got stuck in fourth. And you know that, that was that was a pretty impressive uh, effort by by him and and that whole team to to keep that car. They pushed him off pit road twice, stuck in fourth. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Oh my and God. wins and wins the race. So yeah. it was impressive. That second that second race was a big. The, the whole Pocono fuel economy strategy came into play. I love it, dude. I never loved it before, but man, that was so cool to watch those guys shuffle around and who's doing what, when, and where, and you who's got to pull and who doesn't, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew, I knew Byron was going to have to pit. I didn't realize Hamlin wasn't yeah. going to make it. I, th- I thought he was solid, and then he pulls off there with one to go, and I'm like, oh Jesus, okay. <laughs> Yo, Hamlin, dude. I don't know what the heck's wrong with that team, but uh. Man. Yeah, it's funny. They're like the whole time and listen to the post-race stuff. They like <laughs> Bush had to save the entire last fuel run. Like that's the craziest to be a driver of that caliber and having to save the entire time. I can't even imagine. Yeah. But what's cool now though is the like the pit the pit box and all that have the telemetrics or the telematics coming off the car, right? And they're yeah. watching throttle position. Right. So they're doing some maths and they know, you know, hey, you're doing too much. You're doing too less. You know, it's not really on the driver. It is on the driver and it's not right. The driver can't see that. But 
the crew chief can say, hey, bud, back it down, you know. They're yeah, talking it's really, to Bob it's really what the so. engineer, right? The engineer's reading that live data and doing all that calculation. and He's doing, he's like, chief. he's sitting there right. behind the computer going, enhance. Enhance. Yeah, I mean, now that, now, that they're, now that these cars are injected, um, you know, they can yeah. look at theoretical fuel fuel flow to fuel rate, you know. You know, they can yeah, see a calculation of what the ECU thinks it's it's, it's injecting into the engine. Uh, mm -hmm. Give or take a little bit. Yeah, and they're going, and then, of course, you know, they're out there with the meteorologists with their fingers in the air, checking humidity and, you know, air density and all that, and doing some altitude calculations. You might be able to get Drew a dig here, you know. We could. Yeah, Drew, Drew's been stealing the show. I'm home. I'm out to talk about him nonstop, how good he did on the podcast. So. Oh, geez. Uh, yeah. he, 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 did good. he did do good. He's, uh, yeah, you know, I, I don't have on here much anymore because of that. Too good. <laughs> he to back on ever, yeah. So, he's, still, you know. he's stealing the thunder. Soon oh, it's going to be the Drew Listen. show. He's <laughs> always the favorite. Who's always the favorite? The baby, right? So, but no, so, honestly, that would be a cool breakdown. That would be something neat. I'll, I'll send him on a little homework. I'm like, you need to study stoichiometric ratio related to altitude and come back to me, you know? <laughs> so we so we leave we leave Long Pond, Pennsylvania, and we head to Elkhart Lake, Wisconsin. And I think I commented in the group text: this is the most American thing that's ever happened—a NASCAR race on the Fourth of July at a track called Road America, where the Cup cars haven't run since 1956. Yeah, with the and name, they with the name made. Oh yeah, cheese curds. <laughs> I've had them. I've had them fresh, deep fried in Green Bay, Wisconsin, oh, dude. Uh, at a Packers game. At a Packers oh game. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh my. But what was the name of the the race, Adam? What did they name it? Jo the Jockey Made in America 250. Oh, on it. Sunday, July 4th, 2021. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, I if. If the cup guys go back next year, I'm going. You know, my, my dad that is, my track dad looked awesome. That yeah. track, the aerial shots they had of that place, that place was fast the entire it's time. It's, oh. I didn't realize it was four miles. <laughs> That's my, a my while. Dad, he's like, yeah, it's a bucket list track. I like to go there. I'm like, well, we're going next year. So, you know, put on your list. It's like six yeah. hours. From Detroit. I mean, I'd be that's really not that far from Michigan, to be honest, considering where we've gone so far and where we're going this <laughs> year. Yeah. Oh, six <laughs> hours is a hop skip and a jump. Yeah. We're we're that's a plan. Um I'd be down, go. I'd be down for that. just being over July fourth weekend sucks for me. That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to see what they what they do with the schedule. But yeah, yeah was, I, I, I think it's crazy because I think the correct me if I'm wrong, the Xfinity guys have run there. Oh uh, yeah. Regularly yeah. for a while, but yeah, it's crazy that the Cup guys haven't haven't uh, haven't done races there since in 65 years. Um, the camping looked legit. I mean, look, look, heck yeah, look a great time, you know. Uh, yeah, bud, that place looks sweet. So, so I didn't see the whole race. It's a disclaimer. We're gonna put a disclaimer. I watched a couple highlights. I wasn't wasn't available to watch any racing. So. Yep. Yeah, I mean. He, uh, Sorry, sorry, Brent. You were gonna say something. No, uh, well, you know, as far as the, the 
the cup race goes, Mr. Mr. Elliott continued to assert his, uh, his dominance when it comes to road course racing. Um, yep. I was disappointed to see, uh, I think, I think Austin Cinder got himself a, uh, a, uh, a cup ride this past weekend. Um, well, so he, and- that's the, that's the big rumor about where he's going to, what's going to happen. So he's been slated for taking over for Matty D in the 21 mm-hmm. and, uh, in the Wood Brothers car, which is the de facto team Penske fourth car. Yep. Um, but now that Kozlowski is, yep. I guess, is going to Roush with ownership uh, responsibility, the two car is doesn't have a driver. So that's right. the flat. The two car is the flagship Penske car. Yeah. And that's the. It's not the twenty two. It's not the twelve. It's the two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Cedric, Who gets he, it? Do you think Blaney gets the two and then Cedric gets the twenty two or the twelve? I no, I think I think it's Cindric and the two. I mean, you think right to the two? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's he's definitely got the chops uh, from a from a from a road course perspective that I think a lot of the, the cup guys don't. He's he's definitely shown that. Um, I, I watched him race at Mid Ohio. Um, yeah, he 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 knows how to how to be patient and, and make the right passes and the right decisions in the right places. He's got the goods. Right. He's got the lineage. He's got the family. Right. He's grown up in the organization. Uh, That's all like the Roger Penske recipe for success. I think the only holdup is uh, probably sponsorship money. Yeah. You know, and that's where probably, you know, RP himself is going to have to sit down at the table and say, no, it's good. Right. I'm putting my name on it kind of situation. (laughs) <laughs> that would be my guess that would be my guess because right austin Sindrick is not brad kozlowski right he's not no. joey logano he's not even ryan blaney at this point i mean he could be he could be better yeah. than all of those people at the end of the day but um where we know did kozlowski win his, i'm sorry real quick where did kozlowski win his championship was it with penske yeah okay because yeah. he started with richard childress i thought when he came up he didn't start with penske I think he, he was with RCR. Season. No, it was a Penske car. It was it was twenty. What was it? Eleven or twelve? He won the championship. Oh, I think that no, the championship one hundred percent. Now, now that you correct me, was was a Penske, but I think he came up into the series with someone else. I think he transferred he over have. to Penske. Yeah. Yeah, because he was racing for Junior. Oh, that's right. At first, JRM. Yeah. Um, or at least a couple races. I think he won that Talladega race for Junior. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Either way, sorry, sorry to disrail the no, 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 <laughs> the no. That's, don't no, that's a good one. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't. We know this sport runs on sponsorship money, so I, right. you know, they. The last I heard, right, his father's the president of the team. <laughs> and, oh, uh, that's right. I forgot yeah, about so that like, little piece. I, yeah. It all makes sense. It's not that it's he's. It's not. It's warranted. Like I don't. You know what I mean? Like, we all can realize and see that he's really good. And yeah. with more road course racing in the schedule, I mean, holy shit. I mean, yeah. if he is that good, there's an opportunity for him to win at least six or seven races. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and if he can win at ovals, he's, look how much he's won in the Xfinity car. I mean, it's not like yeah. he hasn't won. 
Yeah, he, he did break that car in a way I have not seen. It was interesting right before the car failed. He, uh, they were, they had compared in the broadcast of some in-car shots between Elliott and Cindric. And I, I've, I've seen this in other road course series. There's, there's two ways you'll see guys come into a corner. Say they're on a long straight and they're in a high gear. We either see guys that will break and slow the car down all the way to their entry speed and then say go from fourth down to second in one shot, one, you know, one rev match, one downshift, and, and they go. And then you get Cindric, which is the other option where they are, they are rev matching and downshifting all the way in the braking zone and using that engine braking a lot more. So if you listen to the in-car of Elliott, he break, the engine RPM is lower in the braking zone. But listen to Cindric, and the engine RPM is much higher. He's downshifting pretty aggressively. Better for the brakes, not so great for the rest of the car. He wiped out the limited slip in that car in a, in a crazy way. I don't think I've ever seen happen before because the car, he, he overshot a corner, collected himself. Up the corner and the thing spun like a top, just like it, it was one. It was a one-tire fired ordeal, and it just put the car around. Um, but when you made a comment about you know him having the stuff, I was surprised in the the I'll call it the well, it wasn't it wasn't the post-race interview. It was the during-race interview after he uh, got the car pushed back to the garage. I think he's I think he's 22 years old. He's young. I didn't know he was that young. Very young and. The, like having gone through, you know, he gets a he gets a cup ride for a, for a road course race and has the car break down. You know, the 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 emotions have got to be high, and his level of composure and the way that he, you know, spoke through that interview was very intelligent, and 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 it, I, I was I was surprised. You know, I was expecting a Noah Gragson interview. Like just you know. <laughs> well, yeah, that doesn't that doesn't surprise me. I didn't just you know just because of the history reasons, I guess, and the way that those organizations work, and uh, in the Penske world of if his father is the president of the, of Team Penske, you know, the other people that are presidents and senior vice presidents within these Roger Penske organizations are very well the same way. They all kind of fit the same bill. There's a mold, if you will. And I wouldn't be surprised if Austin is just like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think the Sindrick family has realized what they need to do to be successful. <laughs> you know, they don't need to be Noah Gregson. <laughs> no, no, we don't need TV he's time. He's a good guy, but he, well. is, uh, he is a, uh, he's a show on the road, you know. We need both. We need both we in the sport. Yeah, there's Absolutely. no the sport you know, no needs both. Yeah, that's for yeah. sure. Um, so let's talk. We we we're talking silly season stuff. Um, yeah. I am I am very worried about what just happened with Joe with um, Chip Ganassi racing. Dude, I just saw that today. Or no, Adam, was it yesterday? God, I don't remember now. I've been on vacation for the last like nine days. <laughs> oh, that's right. So bring your friends up to speed. Trackhouse um, Racing has bought the Ganassi organization. Yeah, the whole thing. Our program. Yep. With their two charters. Yeah. 
So what that tells me is Mr. Chastain is going to get screwed again and lose his ride. Well, that's my that's that's was my after thinking it all through. I'm like, holy shit, Ross yep. Chastain is out. Yes, he is. Unless he overperforms, you know, which which and they keep that him was around. Cut, that was my only point here with all this. Again, at the end of the day, was Chastain got another top ten. <laughs> I know, <laughs> dude. <sighs> you know what? If he keeps it up, he has a chance, but. He's got to make uh, the playoffs. I, He's got to make the I think, playoffs. I, mean, that's I think Kurt Busch is gone. I think they write him off, let him sail off in the sunset. But Suarez is their golden boy. He ain't going anywhere. So, But Trackhouse, that, if I understood that, they are renting that charter for Suarez. Yes, right? cur- currently. That's so correct. I don't know they do, so so forget, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So forget that charter because if they own two, why the F would they be paying rent on another one? Unless they want three cars. Which maybe they do, but uh, they do. But I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. So Suarez gets a ride. Let's just say they don't. They don't re-rent the charter. Suarez gets a ride. Who gets the second ride? Well, if it's it's not going to be Kurt Busch. I think that nope. ship has sailed. And nope. Chastain. Yeah, he's he's got to make the playoffs. But I don't think I don't think they just keep. Adam. It's just, it's just one of those things, man. How many times he had the FBI shut down one of his teams? Now he's gonna yeah. lose another ride in, in a, in a bad deal. Yeah. But, uh, but you know what? The way he would say it is, you know, if it doesn't work out, just go back to picking melons. <laughs> I gotta love the guy's positive outlook on life. <laughs> I, I die every time I see a watermelon just in the food, in the food store. I'm like, that's my boy, that's my boy Chastain right there. You know? <laughs> Yeah, we had, we've been having watermelon all week. We had a good one this week. <laughs> I made a uh, I made a watermelon salad. The one Megan made, Brent. Oh, we made that for the the folks there in Virginia. They loved it. They're like, "Where'd you yeah, get this recipe?" I'm like, "You know, I know someone. This is hooked up." My boy Ross grew the watermelons. You know, six yeah. X generation. How many? We decided on the generation. It's, How many no, generations? It's, it's actually not seven. We were saying seventh, but it's actually eighth generation. Oh, That's, I'm sorry. So correction, correction to the previous yeah. pods where we've said seven generations, actually eighth generation. A lot. <laughs> of yeah. Shout out to the Florida Watermelon Growing Organization, and uh, yeah, we're fully on board. We'll take them on as a sponsor, 100. percent So yeah, we're all, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. Let's, Nora let's seems see. to be. She was. She's probably ate like half a watermelon herself in the last five days. <laughs> Father would buy an entire watermelon and eat, him, eat, and eat it by himself. I really? He'd eat it by himself. Great. That's that's next level stuff. But yeah, so unfortunately, my gut's telling me Chastain's going to get screwed. Um, yeah. Apparently, Truex says if the car's hard to drive or if he's not having fun, he's done. So that I did kinda... read that. I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's making me think about next year drivers when I'm gonna drive. So I gotta pick a new driver. When he quits, when when he quits, uh, you know what? Where do you think he's gonna end up within the junior motorsports organization? What's gonna be his role? (laughs) Oh, what's that? What's that? What do you got? When you were here last time, Matt, little uh, little '78 Auto Owners Insurance. uh, Auto Owners, buddy. Way to go! What a guy! <laughs> was, that was here when you were here last time. I forgot about it though. But yeah, found that at the, at the middle of March. Guy, the the guy hustling the sketchy uh, 
sketchy yes. uh, park at the, you know, in the shady tent. That's cash, only? cash only? Cash only? Cash only. Definitely cash That's only. Legit. That's legit, buddy. Look at that 78. He won a line those colors, too. Yeah. He won a line those colors. Oh, my God. That's awesome. I was looking today on eBay. Nothing good, though, guys. Nothing good. I was poking around. On the no, you found you found you found the old Dale Jr. Uh, uh, battery powered car. The number eight car, I did. Yeah. Yep, I've seen sure those. Did. I've seen I've seen senior ones. No, mm-hmm. that's what They're you like need. Three hundred bucks, so like three hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. so you got to buy a NASCAR one, and what we'll do is we'll get the rattle can out, and I'll cut some vinyls, and we'll make it we'll make it better than it was factory. We make that happen. <laughs> They all, they all like, they all like say like, don't run, you know, or like batteries dead, don't have the charger, but you don't need any of that shit. You can literally just buy kits online and fucking yeah. wire it in yourself. <laughs> your children are enjoying your upgraded, or Nora's enjoying her upgraded one, right? Not, not yet. Oh, it's on bid on back order, dude. I haven't even gotten it yet. I thought she had all that stuff. No, no, oh it's still on. It's still on back order. I haven't heard anything, so I don't. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, yeah, she finally started driving it though, like actually, like actually driving it and keeping her foot on the gas pedal. That's been a challenge. Well, it's been the on and off thing, right? Yeah, on and off, on and off, on and off. Playing with she likes to play with the radio, you know. <laughs> you can't get the tooth right, you know. Listen, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I know. I know right. someone who who burnt a overdrive van out of one of their transmissions for doing the exact same thing with a real car. <laughs> so, oh. on and off, on and off, on and off, on and off. But uh, we get home today on our on on our way home from our vacation, and uh, we get in the house, and I don't know what Jenna's doing. She's upstairs somewhere, and Nora and Nolan are running around. Norrin's got like a little pusher thing and she's like running around making race car noises and she goes, Dad, look at me. So I'm like, you know, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? She goes, I'm Joey Logano. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did she then crash into a wall or something? Did she turn to oh, the block? Come on. Come on. Come on. It yeah. could be worse. It could be worse. She tells me she likes the M&M cars, so she could have said Cop Bush, but she didn't do that. So No, she knows better than that. She's yeah. a, she knows she better knows than that. Zona right there. <laughs> I gotta get her into the. I gotta. I really gotta get her into the Ross Chess day. I gotta get her into Melon. 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 That's what. That's, yeah. I gotta do that. I gotta work on that. So. Ross is gonna need that. Hey, for everybody's for for the sake, the the one twenty fourth trucks are pretty cheap. They're like thirty five dollars. So is that what they are? Okay. I need to pick. I haven't picked one up yet because they're everywhere. So. Okay. That's yeah. That's. I feel like we got to go on a save Ross Chastain campaign here for the remainder of the season. We got to make like a hashtag, save the Melon Man or something. Yeah. Melon Man keeps his ride at Track House. Or Melon Man and Pitbull are friends. Or um, maybe Watermelon watermelon Fireball shots or something. (laughs) I mean, the good news is is I'm sure that if his ride goes south, he could probably get himself in over at Rick Ware Racing. Oh, they, if he wants they, to drive, they're yeah, they're yeah. lacking talent. <laughs> I don't like. What do you like? You finally get a ride, and he's been screwed so many times before. Like, oh, it's terrible. Yeah, he was gonna be yeah. my guy too. You know, when Truex retires, he was gonna be my guy. But who was maybe Chastain? Oh, oh yeah. Chastain, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
have uh, have tried to put, yeah. put in a good word for him. I know. Shoot, got to talk to him. I got to call my boy. Chase Briscoe, what... though, give us give a round of applause for Chase Briscoe. Put it in the uh, top ten. Also, finally, did Bubba something for too. that Stewart Haas team. Yeah. Bubba, top five. Let's go. One of the races. Pocono, that was at the right? uh, Pocono too. Yeah. Let's go. He needed one. Jordan showed up for that one, you know. He yeah. did, but then he followed it up with a 24th at Road America. No, he wrecked it. Yeah, he wrecked it in the rain at the uh, uh, Coda. Yeah. But a lot of people did, so. Yeah, that's the other thing there. Uh, yeah, two guys that were uh, that were um, filling their brake cooling ducts with uh, with turf over there at uh, Road America and seeing how well that turned out <laughs> for them, which is interesting. But uh. so um, the only the only other thing I thought was interesting about Road America is uh, I don't know how much you guys paid attention to this, but the the pit, pitting sequence was way different than what we're used to at NASCAR. Right. Going so in NASCAR, at NASCAR, the pit wall is on the left side all the time, <laughs> every mm-hmm. single damn time. This time, pit wall was on the right side, which now they moved the uh, fuel neck and everything for the filler right on to the right side of the car, and it was just a whole different dynamic. But Ooh, I didn't really I see. Did. Yeah, I didn't really see that any of that play into anything. I don't know if you guys caught on to that at all. I didn't know they moved. I didn't notice they moved the filler neck. I don't know how I missed that. But, I, would say, uh, I saw it on a couple cars. I don't know if it was everybody. Oh. You know, but, yeah, I would think if the Hendrick, the Hendrick team was on the right side. I mean, they built the car to fuel on the right for that. Race. They got all that first money floating around. They're like, yeah, I guess we'll move it. It's fine. Yeah, if yeah. you move the filler neck from a crew standpoint, it changes, you know, almost nothing. It's all up. Yeah, what I heard, some of the timing stuff was off. They were definitely slower stops, but you know, to be expected, right? Yeah, not as not as critical though. I feel like at a at a at a four mile track, no. you you're know, not going to lap I mean, down. It's it's so. still critical, right? It's still critical to get get the speed down and get get it done right. Uh, but you know, the the tenth of a second, I don't know if that. I don't know if that really matters in this situation. That's when you give up a little bit to save a lot because you don't want to speed up pit road. You don't want any stupid penalties for pulling crap out of the box or pitting outside of your box or any stuff like that. Just do it right yeah. and get out. So right and make sure your driver doesn't doesn't flat spot a tire in a braking zone. And <laughs> I forget who had that happen. Is it going to last the rest of the race? No. Oh, <laughs> The uh, there were a few few penalty penalties on uh, pit road. Who was it? Oh, God, was it Matty D? I think you're right. He was he was up there. He was leading there for a little bit. I he think was. he had a good battle off in the beginning there, but he had he. I think he ended the race. He was missing two lug nuts, so the crew got okay. like. I think it was him. It might have been somebody else, but I'll just for argument's sake, it was him, and the crew chief was suspended because it was two, so it's ten thousand dollars a pop, but twenty grand, and the crew chief suspended for this weekend in Atlanta. Yeah. What crap, crap luck. Yeah, I'm ninety sure that I watched on the broadcast 
the, the TV, the camera angle was good enough. I think it was Hamlin and I literally watched the right front tire changer intentionally only put four lug nuts on. <laughs> like, like they're, yeah, like, yeah, we'll have our pit stop. We'll get them all. We we'll get all five tight in the last one. At least we'll try. Oh, it's, they play games. There's games uh, being oh, played. Oh, sure. Yeah, it's funny. It's just great. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to the, like we, we said, we said before, next year, single lug nut fixes all of those discussions about lug nut torques and stuff. <laughs> All right, so yeah, this weekend back to Road Atlanta, or not? Not Road Atlanta. What the fuck am I thinking? Oh my god, Road Atlanta. That's right. That? Anyway, Atlanta, no, Atlanta, Atlanta Motor Atlanta Motor Speedway <laughs> for the Quaker State 400. 400. I think Mr. Blaney won the spring race. Sure did. Uh, oh my god, that's right. Um, it's not going to be a Ford. It'll be another Hendrick car, but that's fine. Um. Well, what I'm so we're back about. to the wit. We're back. No qualifying. Okay, back to okay. back to the witchcraft. For voodoo America. Yeah, voodoo mass. So that puts Elliot on the pole for winning. <laughs> you know what's then, interesting? Uh, Did you all you all catch the discussion about the repave and the they're going to change the corners up there. Did you hear about that? Did they repave it? No, they didn't. But they're talking. Just, this will this will be the last race, most likely. On the oh old surface. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Now, what I heard, this is all Bob Pockers. My Bob's in, right? Yeah, he's in deep. He's, he goes, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna do a um a friction test on the track. Jesus Christ. I have no idea how to do what that's about, right? But apparently they're hopefully gonna Hopefully they test. don't call PennDOT. Jesus, hopefully they call somebody else. <laughs> So they're going to friction, and they're going to try to reduplicate it when they pave it. Oh, my God. And they're going to reshape the track. So it doesn't seem like it's getting any smaller, but it's going to be the corners are going to have different bankings. Change the banking. What are they trying to duplicate? They're trying. They're going to try to duplicate the, uh, the, the tire fall off that Atlanta's got now. So aside then from reconfiguring the track, there's no purpose of repaving it. It would just be to prevent. You're right in a, in a racing thing, but there, I guess they're the tracks going to start falling apart, where they're going to have cracks and divots, and so the top players going to start peeling. So that's what they're going to avoid, but try to keep the. Which I don't know if that's possible. So you know, I'm a big I'm a big asphalt guy, right? I know about it, but it doesn't seem like something you can do. Yeah, Let's just make I, it dirt. Right? What do you think, buddy? I'm I'm curious of your opinion on this. Yeah, I I mean I've. In my experience, unless it's you know, unless there's a lot of oil on the on the surface of the asphalt, the couple tracks that I've run with either full or recent work done, um, uh, Nelson Ledges in in like northeastern Ohio, it's a really old track that got repaved a few years ago that I got to run and. Uh, Gingerman Raceway in South Haven, Michigan. Um, they repaved turns one through turns five, and the new pavement had more grip than the old stuff. Now, whether 
you talk about, you know, them wanting to duplicate tire fall off. I, 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 I think the new stuff is, I guess I'll use the term more efficient um, than, than, than the old stuff in, in that you get more grip out of it, but at the same time, it's not eating up the tires as bad. Um, so I, I would agree with, with Adam. I don't think it's going to be possible to duplicate grip and tire fall off levels with a new surface. But if they're also planning on, on doing some banking adjustments, I'm assuming to try and either improve or, and or maintain some sort of a two, you know, multi-line racing, if they sit back and go, okay, we're going to have a new surface. It's going to have X, Y, and Z different properties over what we have currently. How does, you know, how do we look at that variable? And since we, we are already planning to make some tweaks, try and try and work that into it. Um, that would be my opinion, the best way to, to go about it. Everybody tries to paint that bottom line here. Uh, it, that, that, yeah, the left front yeah. tire. Every, that's what everybody tries to do. Like, yeah, I want to say they got ten. Did they get ten sets last last race here? <laughs> it, it was it was absurd. That is for sure. The, the, the pressure yeah. difference between the left and the right is drastic. Uh, and yeah, like it's 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 a lot of it's a lot of pit stops. So like. Fuck. <laughs> I don't think like, I'm like, gonna make that money this weekend and pit boys, that's for sure. <laughs> they must be grinding up like ass or like a, like like roofing shingles, just toss it in there when they repave it, you know, put a little more brazen <laughs> in it or something. You know? <laughs> roofing shingles. Yeah. That's what something they do like with all that. that old stuff. Yeah. yeah, glass. I've seen glass before, you know, recycled glass, just toss it crushed, in. There. Crushed aggregate. Aggregate, yes, as aggregate substitute, but I think PennDOT should do it. But I think PennDOT does Pen a really job at doing, you know, efficient construction. You know, they let you know about ten miles before there that there's going to be construction. You know, yeah, they sure do. Yeah. Good old PennDOT. Yeah, yeah. ATL is going to be hot, dude. It's going to be stupid be down so there. Hot. So, I wonder how that's going to change things. You know, track temp and all that. I mean, this is a big. I mean, it's a big race. I mean, you're talking. It's like two, yeah, 260 laps, 400 miler. I mean, that's a shitload. That's a lot of. It's a lot of temp. You know. That's gonna eat tires even faster. Think about this though, like as a fan, right? Why in the hell would I go to Atlanta in July and sit in the bleachers? For 260 laps. And die. And there's no... Jesus. And apparently they're not... Are they letting coolers into races anymore? Is that even a thing anymore? It's, well, it's not at Bristol for when we're going in September. It, nope. Same same owner. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah, oh, no Lord. Oh, Lord. Something's going to change. This is going to... This is going to be... This is nuts. I, I, I have some ideas, though. How well, we're gonna get? Can, what about what about Camelbacks? Camelbacks. Yeah, you can do those. Fill that with beer, you know. You can. It's they're not saying that you can't bring liquid. You can't bring beer or anything. In. You just can't have it in the cooler. It has to be in a clear bag. That's all they're. That's all they're saying. We got a couple months to figure out how to do this. So. Yeah. 
Like you said, maybe you the- can buy ten pound bags of ice on the inside, you know, and just, and just stuff them in. I've seen that done. I've seen that done at a country concert. The dude was holding the bag of ice up. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, sure do, but vivid memories. I think Drew was with us with us that time. Drewsif, and that's when we we had to seek shelter because the storm was coming. <laughs> yeah, seek shelter. That's what he tells us. What? Well, yeah. Have you guys been keeping up with that Tony Stewart SRX uh, series stuff at all? I haven't, I've, but I want. To. I watched the first one, okay. and uh, it's pretty good. I, uh, I I I just couldn't tell the cars apart, right? It just I guess that's yeah. just more of me thing, but. It, have you taken notice that... Go ahead, sorry. No, no, no. I just... What, I, what it, again? I, it, the first one was just a learning curve, right? But uh, I think they're getting they're getting some good... Everybody's talking about it, right? A lot yeah. of the, the media outlets are reporting it. And now, you know, Bob's reporting on it. Someone was telling Bob something stupid. He was putting in their place today, I saw. So, uh, but yeah, Tony Stewart's been winning a few of them. Yeah, I find it kind of humorous that Tony Stewart has won a couple and is leading the points in his own yeah. racing series. Yeah. That seems... Not a, not a good look. You know? You know? Not a good look. You know, the only guy that can win his own race is Cletus, you know? Amen. Just... Amen. Let's <laughs> preach on that. <laughs> which, which, which the next one coming up, Brent, have you seen it? It's called the was it Danger Ranger 9000. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's beautiful. Rangers only. <laughs> Rangers and and they're bringing fans in. You had to submit your ride. Oh they're gonna have rollovers, dude. We're gonna have people tossed out of these things. Just just when you thought that it was out, it was getting overplayed. They just they hit you with the Danger Ranger. Wow, yeah. that, is there a- prices are through the roof. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So what's next? What's after the Ranger? I mean, you got the Vic, the Ranger, what else? I would have liked to have seen a mixed field, though. I would have liked to have seen Chevy S10s. I would have liked to see the S10 and Ranger battle. I feel like S10s might be a little old at this point. Like, what about the Colorados? Yeah. The five-cylinders? Yeah, like, because every, the Colorados, like, I mean, think about every pest control company you know. Throughout the history of Texas, they got a Colorado. Oh, I mean, that's because we stopped we stopped selling Rangers, and then all of a sudden right. now had to go somewhere, right? Right, Colorado. Uh, <laughs> I do. They put the four eight behind those some of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're becoming popular in the five three, five seven, six liter swap world. <laughs> Colorado <laughs> stock trans with a dash plate. Fine. <laughs> Hold it six or whatever. No. I saw one at a uh, I don't know if it was the Duramax or a Cummins, but they called it the, they called it the Colorado. Just oh. and it was and it was like you know you know tubbed and giant slicks out back and sketchy fast, just you know getting light at a buck twenty on the street. Racing series, what I'd like to see. I'd like to see. Stock, like stock. We're talking stock cars, right? Yeah, stock, stock. Yeah. What else would I like to see? I like to see a Camry endurance race. See, mm. they used to do this kind of stuff, Matt. My dad used to used to go to these races. They were called twenty four hour showroom stock races. Twenty four hours. <laughs> that's a, that's an endurance race. They did them at Mid Ohio, and really the only things these guys were allowed to do 
Um, they had a tire, it was probably a spec tire that they all had to run. Um, they were allowed to, I guess, pretty much just, you know, straight pipe them off the manifolds. No, you know, no. Oh, Lord. Yeah, no, no exhaust, no, no really exhaust improvements, just some weight reduction. Um, <laughs> they were allowed to remove, uh, I think, most of the interior. They had to keep the dash. Um, but I think they can get rid of door panels and back seat, um, brake pads of whatever choosing they decided to go with. And that's pretty much it. And the gravel trap and tire wall at the back straight at mid Ohio used to be smaller than it is today (laughs) because in the early nineties, when the first generation Eagle Talon TSI slash Mitsubishi Eclipse came out, um, those cars were oh, way too small. And my dad was at this race, and there was three of them. Um, and about halfway through the race, all three of them lost brakes and went. One of them went over the tire wall. Uh, oh, in the camp. My. yeah. So yeah, baby, bigger <laughs> back there. But yeah, and and they ran STCA did do some like showroom stock classes there early 2000s when I would my dad and I would go watch them and it's entertaining it's entertaining racing but it's what we call entertainment yep. entertainment yep. do you know what's going to in the uh, future though if we're going to fast forward 10 years it's going to be the challenger charger on every dirt track anything with a scat pack it's just going to be out there getting its crap kicked in you know yeah that's coming <laughs> to an end did you hear what I didn't hear those so Stellantis has said the uh, Hellcat all the things is dead well, no, dude, A, they get stolen every 10 minutes, right? In your neck of the woods. Yeah, in your neck of yeah, the woods. They, they, dude, I saw a cop car cut up on some on some post there on Twitter. I, well, like out here in Pennsylvania, we got, like, morals and stuff, you know? Or yeah, you, got, you guys are good people. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> dude, they, they, stole the, they stole a pre-production um, trail haul out of some dude's driveway. Like... <laughs> But, uh, the, the, the Hellcat had a good run. That's, yeah. It's the last yeah, of its, it's time. Been a decade. It's been like a decade. Yeah. It's been a long time. It's a Mercedes time. chassis under there somewhere. So It's a Daimler. Yeah, that was the last. The Challenger was the last thing that Daimler did. Uh, what year would that have been? Before, well, it was 2008 was the first model year. So that car was 06. <laughs> 05, 06, 07 would have been development, right? You know? It's fine, and that chassis was probably ten years old at that point. By the time Daimler got a hold of it, you know, yeah, for the old series. Sure. Oh but you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, what I mean? Dude, they sell, they sold the <laughs> heck out of those things. So before before we end this bad boy, though, so one thing we kind of glanced over, we didn't even mention it. Trucks Friday night is in Knoxville, Iowa, on a dirt track. Oh, that's this weekend. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So you got, so listen to this. You got the Corn Belt 150 presented by Premier Chevy Dealers. Oh, it might be the best name yet. Oh, God. Yep. So, yeah. It's a half mile. Who's who's in there? Anybody else running? Any cup guys going down there? Well, let me see. Let me pull up the entry list. Let's take a look. Check it out. Yeah. Friday I, night. I, so. Uh, Friday night. Nine o'clock. Oh, yeah. 
for some reason it's saying that it's not available. So I yeah, I'm not. I didn't, I didn't find the entry list uh, yet either. So they're still figuring so, it out. Full of parlors. It's gonna be some here. Here you go. Some notes. Michael Annette. So that's the that's the junior motorsports driver who's gonna be running. Uh, Parker Price Miller, Chase Briscoe, Donnie Schatz. He's a he's a dirt track guy, PA dirt track guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Devin Rouse, Brett Moffitt, Mr. Moffitt, Cody Erickson, Morgan Alexander, Jeff Noland, Brian Brown, and Jessica Friesen. So that's Stuart Friesen's wife. It's going to be running. She was running at at uh, uh, Bristol Dirt. Bristol. But yeah, Bristol. But she, she she didn't have a chance to qualify, unfortunately. Yeah, she had to do the heat racing to do it to get in, and they can't they canned all that. They shit, canceled so. all that. Yeah, I definitely yeah, gotta not... watch this race. Absolutely. Uh, it's good. It's a good. It's a good time too. Nine o'clock. Kids are. Yeah, no, you're coming Saturday, right? You said Saturday. Yep. Okay. All right. My brother will be in town Friday, so. Okay. It's gonna be chaos. How long are you staying then? <laughs> Where? At my house. Till Monday morning. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yep. I took off Monday, so we'll roll out then. All right. Then I got to go cut my grass before this, the town gives me a fine. I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cut it. <laughs> what, did, what did they charge you? 300 bucks? Oh, my God. I'm not even going to pay the bill. Get right to the, <laughs> the owner. Yeah, right. I'm not the property owner. I'll tell you. But uh, Brent, did you lose power during during any this last storm? Oh, I'm I'm shocked, and and I got a I I funny I got this generator set up now with the suicide cable, and I keep a five gallon gas can in the garage full of fuel for for backup, and and um, they you know came and and spent a lot of time, probably about a week and a half in our neighborhood. Um, uh, DT hired out. Uh, tree company and they came through and trimmed and took out trees because our power lines are above ground in between the rows of houses and um, they they clearanced big time um, power lines all around here and it it seems like it's working because that's uh, good news buddy you were you're in a bad streak there for a while yeah what was it my my daughter's uh third birthday party we had at our friend sean's place because we lost for five, almost five days. It's criminal. We are. I, I can walk to like four other companies R and D buildings and the Henry Ford Museum from my house. Like we're not. I don't live in. Like, it's it was kind of amazing. But this neighborhood was built in the forties and fifties, and um, hasn't had a whole lot of upgrades since then. So it's starting to. Starting to show there's a water main. The water main on the street broke in two places uh, this year. They came and patched it. Um, I was watching. One of the times was across across the street, and I'm watching these guys. You know, they they rip up one piece of slab from my neighbor's driveway to get to the where it broke. And the hole kept getting wider because <laughs> I, I, I'm sitting here. I'm like, I'm like, I know what's happening. They can't find a clean piece of pipe to put this patch into. You know, it's. They got nothing solid to uh, attach to. Just keep so, hogging around, bud. Keep uh, hogging around as we go. Keep on going. But, oh, my goodness. <sighs> 40. 
Good stuff. Good stuff. I think right. that pretty uh, pretty much covers our our. our, our I was going to say, did we hit it all? You know. Yeah. Action packed. All right, boys. That, that was, was good. a good one. Good one coming back. And once again, fans, thanks for listening. I saw we're almost over 200 listens, so that's awesome. I'm glad you yeah. all are enjoying and uh, reach out to us, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get you on the show. Amen. What do you say? Amen. All right, bud. Keep the shiny side up and the river side down. Let's go racing in Atlanta. Everybody enjoy, and uh, we'll talk to you all next week. All right. See ya. See ya. See ya.